Yes, that's right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Neutral Zone podcast. Last week, we had about a million listeners, so uh, we're ready to give you guys that great information, talking points on the greatest sport in the world again. I am Nathan Lodemeyer here with today. You know, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. I am Carl Ryan Castle. Ryan Castle. Ryan Michelson. Wow. We got a full crew today. You know what? So sometime we're going to have a little little guest hockey guys on here. What do you guys think about that? Oh, yeah. I think it'd be, it'd be good to get a few, a few guys that know a little bit more about hockey and just a little Are more feedback. No more about hockey. I don't think, well, I don't think we're going to find guys who can do that. <laughs> That's our only issue there probably. But boys, you know, I think in the last pod, we said we might not have another one till next week, but there's just been a lot of stuff going on since Christmas. I mean, yeah. There's just been so much action. Games that we didn't expect would be good have actually kind of been decent. What do you think there? Yeah, there's been a lot of good games, a couple of tournaments that we should touch on, and some teams that were better than others, obviously, like Duluth. They did not really show up. And then there's teams like Wisconsin that actually stepped up and won a few games. You know, one team that didn't step up after saying they needed to have next man up mentality after losing some guys to the World Juniors, which sadly got canceled, is Michigan. Did you guys hear about that over break and the Great Lakes Invitational? They kind of kind of passed up on a little game there against Western Michigan. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they played the night before against uh, Michigan Tech, I think it was. Yeah. And then the very next day they couldn't they supposedly couldn't play against Western Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's that's just sad. I mean, I think it was like 3 or 4 days out they actually called this game off due to fatigue and player safety, quote unquote. <laughs> and they still decided, yeah, we'll play Michigan Tech the night before, which which was a good game in itself, actually. But then they just didn't want to face Western Michigan. And they didn't say it was because of any, you know, COVID protocols on either side, because Western Michigan also played the night before. I think it was against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And everybody was fine. They just didn't want to play. And I don't think that's a good road we're going down if, they did it for, you know, pairwise rankings later on in the year so they can have higher seeds in the tournament and stuff like that. But I don't know. A lot of teams were coming after Michigan after that one. That was it was funny. I think the NCHC actually had a little post that said something about next man up mentality. Everybody was just absolutely railing Michigan. I don't know. I don't know. Ryan, did you have any – either, Ryan, did you have any games that kind of stood out, I guess, in the tournaments? We could talk about the holiday faceoff, I guess, that took place just after Christmas a little bit down in Milwaukee at the Pfizer forum. Yeah, that was, that was a surprising one to me. You know, we got the matchup that I thought would happen. You know, you got Providence in there and they are able to come out and compete. And then Wisconsin pulls off a bait overtime win. That was, that was pretty big. I, I didn't think Wisconsin had what it took, but they definitely had home ice advantage. There was a lot of Wisconsin Badger. There was. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. And, you know, maybe Wisconsin realized that might be the one tournament they'll actually have a chance to win this year. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about that tournament, uh, you know, I was proud of my Yale team. They they yeah. went to overtime with Wisconsin. They lost. And they, they only lost by one against Bowling Green. So that, technically for them, that should be a win, honestly. Yeah, you could an overtime loss as a win for them, honestly. Yeah. If they score a goal in a game, it might be a win. Yeah, I was – I don't know. Obviously, Wisconsin won the tournament. It's good for them, but I think it's going to be the only tournament they win all year, and this tournament didn't have very many good teams in it. They went to overtime with Yale, which is not good. 
Yeah. And, you know, talking about the first game, Providence versus Bowling Green in that one. I mean, the only reason Providence kind of had a shot, I'll say, in that one is because their goalie Stauber, because like the whole first and second period, I swear they had 20 minutes in the penalty box. It was just nuts. They were just taking penalty after penalty and and they still came out with a win. Uh, Engelbert, one of their guys, did have a hattie, which definitely helped. I guess they won six to two, so it wasn't exactly close. They did. They did uh, get an empty netter at the end, you know, kind of pull away a little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought Bowling Green was going to come out a little bit more firing. One thing I did want to throw in, I thought it was so funny, the announcers. They kept making fun of how big the penalty boxes were. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? They just kept talking about it. I was like, okay, buds. But, I mean, you have to adjust them a little bit. It's not really a hockey venue. so that's. I guess. I mean, I don't know what else you could have thrown there. I guess it probably wasn't going to fill up or anything. They didn't need really the extra room. Maybe they thought but, it was going to be some chippy games, a lot of penalties. Yeah, Yale is just chipping all over the ice. You can you can bet on that one. But I was surprised. I kind of turned the Badger the Badger Yale game off, like halfway through the third. It was kind of the third period. They had a one zero lead, and I think they had a five minute major going into the third, which they scored on to make it two nothing. And I was just like, yeah, Yale's going to be done. But they actually came back. They scored two goals late and got them into overtime, which is uh kind of crazy. I don't know. And did you guys see that Michigan goal in the consolation game, Yale versus Bowling Green? Yes, I did. And at first it was called off. And actually the player that got the Michigan, he scored another Michigan, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I believe it was. And yeah, he did it again. Yeah, something. That was insane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Still not as good as Yami's. No. no, I don't. It's just, yeah, you know, and the Michigan that Yami did, Yami Cronulla from St. Cloud State, great guy. Uh he just did it so clean. It was, it was so just, smooth. It was all in one motion. Yeah. And immediately started celebrating. Yeah. He knew it was in. The whole ice stopped moving. That was that was ridiculous. We'll yeah. talk about that forever. Yeah, that was that was probably one of the all-time goals in St. Cloud State history for sure. Yami's just a beast. We're gonna see a lot more out of him. Any other games that you guys from last weekend that kind of stuck out to you? I don't know if we want to uh, go into a Let's just, you know what, let's just do it. Let's go in. We kind of have, we got a little winners and losers thing here where we each are going to pick a, a team that we liked that really showed up this week and one that we thought ate a bag of dirt and just absolutely flopped like a dead fish. So you guys go ahead and start. I don't know which Ryan wants to go first, but these are little little hot takes here. Go ahead, Mr. Ryan. Okay, I guess for my good team of the week, I got Michigan State. Uh, I think they played a very solid game against Western Michigan, even though they lost. They were, uh, yeah, they played solid that game, and it would have been a one-goal game, but Western Michigan ended up scoring an empty net goal. And technically, or they won the Great Lakes Invitational over Michigan Tech in overtime, which was solid. Yeah. And, and you, you think they could be a big, big step up here in the Big Ten coming up? Yeah, I really think they could, you know, if they, they, if they keep up the good work. They got a big series up against Minnesota coming up this weekend. And another yeah. team that I thought was pretty solid was uh, Michigan Tech. They went 65 minutes with Michigan in a 0-0 tie. Yeah, that game was just nuts. I mean, I, w- I watched that one the whole thing through, and for some reason it just seemed like a very offensive game, but there were absolutely no goal scored, like, at all. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, it just seemed like there was always, you know – plays in the offensive zone, nice passes going across, and it was just very well goaltending. Uh, Portillo on Michigan, he just – he had a crazy game. I actually, you know, 
Mishtek had a lot of chances. Even in and he, he had a penalty shot in overtime that he ended up saving. He did have a bad flop in the third, though. That sticks out to me. Kind of sad. His own player basically fell over him. And he just laid on the ice for about five minutes. And then he was fine. I mean, he's fine in overtime. I don't know. If he was if he was actually hurt, my bad, but fine to me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh for my bad team of the week, I have Minnesota Duluth. Uh, they got swept in a home and home, se- home and home series by Minnesota State Mankato, and they only scored one goal in the entire series, and that's just a terrible series. And for a top ten team in the country, it just can't happen. Yeah, they they only dropped two spots, which is they could have even dropped more after only scoring one goal on a weekend like that. True. Yeah, and they didn't even score at home. I don't know. Yeah, How about I you, can, Ryan. I can go next. I'm for my best team. You know, we've kind of been talking about how Bemidji's really hasn't lived up to the hype that we were giving to them earlier in the year. So I have St. Cloud State uh, as my best team, even though Bemidji, you know, we haven't been talking about them and how good they've been. I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with St. Cloud just for the fact that during that series against Bemidji and they were able to score a lot of goals, but they were working on their weaknesses. We talked about it before. St. Cloud has a tough time in that second period. Mm-hmm. Come on strong. And then they sucked that second period during this uh, series this weekend or last week, they had sits out of their nine goals in the series restored in that second period. So wow. they were able to go and they were able to work on that weaknesses. And that's really good to see as, you know, St. Cloud state hockey fans that they're able to work on that second period, especially after a really, really long break like that. Yeah. And just a bad stretch before that too. I think they were like two and four, you know, they mm-hmm. had won a whole series of, uh, up until Colorado College, which is like a month and a half ago, at least, I believe. It's yeah. been a while since they actually pulled off a full series. And, you know, like you said, being able to score in the second period, how about just the second game in general? They've been really bad in the second game of series this year, losing to North Dakota. They couldn't find it that second night. And uh, Omaha at home as well. They just couldn't put anything together and lost it in overtime. But they, they were solid both nights this week. Right. And I think that, you know, St. Cloud within that bad stretch, you know, you walk to all those hockey games and I've said it before, they're a hard team to watch in that second game of that series. But hopefully this leads to the right way and then they could keep this going. And then for my worst team, I'm, you know, I was flip flopping on Michigan and how they're doing. But (laughs) with this whole Western Michigan stuff, not playing them, not giving a reason because of their COVID protocol stuff, they're going to be my worst team. Yeah. I don't want to face that Western Michigan squad that I'm very high on this year. And then all of a sudden they go and they have this Michigan Tech game, one of the highest, one of the highest scoring teams in hockey this year. And they're not able to store a goal in overtime against them. Now it, it was probably, it was a good offensive game, like you said, Nathan, but if you're a highest scoring team all year and you can't store a goal and yeah. you have those shots and you're not able to get one, that's just how it works out. So they're my worst team just for that aspect. And they fell in the polls because of that. So Michigan is now on my bad side. I'm done trying to buy into them. They're just, they're just, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and you know, they played in Michigan tech, which isn't the highest hitter. You think they should be able to put a couple past them, even with some of their, you know, top guys out like Owen power, you know, in the world juniors who wasn't back yet, but they still should be able to score a goal. Kind of like Duluth, you know, right. if you're a top team, you should be able to score no matter who you're playing. You know, I'm just happy. You guys, I kind of had two teams on my radar that I was going to talk about, and neither of you picked them. My first one, of course, my big shout out is ASU, (laughs) Arizona State. They played 
what was number nine ranked Cornell this weekend. It was a home series for ASU, but they swept them. And the games, they just played so well. I mean, ASU hasn't been ranked all year. They've barely been getting votes. This week, they actually got 27, which I think is the most they've had at any point this season. But they just played absolutely amazing. I mean, they came out both nights ready to roar. I think it was the second game. Cornell really put up a fight in the second period, but their goalie held strong. And ASU played really, really well. And the other team I want to give a big shout out to is St. Lawrence for taking on Omaha in their first game. They were down by two goals with 10 minutes to go. And they scored three within 10 minutes and won it in regulation, which I think was, which was absolutely nuts. I mean, you know, it's Omaha. They're top ranked too. They were at 14th. They're a great team. And we haven't heard anything about St. Lawrence all year. And they actually, they actually scored four goals, but one of them got called off for like goalie interference or high sticking or something. But they did give up a bunch of power plays at the end, which is why St. Lawrence got those goals. They were on the, two of them were on the power play. But Omaha did kick their butts 5 nothing the second night. But it was a good story. I don't know. Yeah. No, and, and I, think, I think that speaks yeah. something too about Arizona State, how you were mentioning. It's like Arizona State now is – First place and votes outside of that top 20 in the latest. Yeah. And then Cornell falls from nine to 14. So that's that was a big a lot fall. about both teams. So, yeah, I don't know if this, you could, you know, get a couple series together here and get a couple wins. We could see them ranked within maybe the month. I, I mean, I wouldn't be scared to say that. I'll say ASU is going to be ranked by the end of the year. That's a hot take. There you go. I mean, I don't know. And for my bad team, I hate to, I really hate to do this, but I think I have to go with Notre Dame. I really think I did. We, that was one of our picks last week. They played Niagara in Notre Dame and Notre Dame gave up game one to Niagara. They did not pull it off. Niagara scored first in the first. I remember this. I was watching it, but Notre Dame tied it. Cause I was going to tweet it out. I was like, no way. Niagara's up. But then Notre Dame tied. I was like, okay, this game's over. But then I go ahead and check again. Oh, Niagara's up two to one. And then they finished with an empty net. I was like, are you kidding me? Notre Dame, come on. And they dropped three places in the polls this week as well. You know, they were t- their top 10 team. You just can't be losing games like that. And, you know, credit to Niagara. We've said it all year. They've played tough teams. They played North Dakota. They played Michigan. They've had a tough schedule. Yeah. And to have them pull it out against Notre Dame, I think, I mean, that's good for them. They, they played did pull great. out a win. They did pull out a win on Sunday against Niagara, five nothing. Who did? N- Notre Dame. I know. Yeah, they won the second game. Yeah, they came yeah. back, but th- the first game was just. I don't know if you're Notre Dame, you can't give up that one at this point. I mean, it's not conference, so it's not going to hurt them in the Big Ten, but in the pairwise, that could be a could be a herder for them. Veltri on uh, their goalie on Niagara, they he, he only let up one goal on a bunch of shots. I came. It was like high twenties. It was, it was unbelievable. Notre Dame came and peppered him. He just, they just held strong, but yeah, that second game, they just, they did not, they didn't show up at all. So too bad for them. Kind of same thing with St. Lawrence. You know, they didn't come up that second night, but it was, it was crazy Friday and Friday was crazy night. New year's. It was a good final, final game for 2021 for a lot of teams. Any other games this last weekend that you guys kind of sticks out to you? I got one on the list here. How about Team USA under 18 versus yep. UND? <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
that was a rude awakening for North Dakota. Like they can't just go out there and not try their hardest and they have to be disciplined and they just got to work on a lot of things. It's not very good if you lose to the under 18 team. They're a solid team, but it just can't happen. Yeah. And they got shut out at home at the Ralph. And this was, I think they played 11 times. I believe it was. And this is the first time the U S team has beaten them. So, I mean, they've looked really good this year though. Who else did they play? They beat Notre Dame earlier this year. They lost to Minnesota. Was it also mm-hmm. this last week too? Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, they they're, they're a solid team. They got a lot of number one draft picks coming up this year. And I also want to give a big shout out to Flow Hockey, the CCHA's kind of you know little TV thing that so you can watch your games during that first UMD Cato game during the <laughs> overtime goal. It just cut out right as it happened. Yeah, Everybody's really TV just like went. It just went black. It was so funny because we were watching it here and just everybody I saw too had videos of it where it just went black. They didn't even see it. And then they just, it comes back on with everybody just celebrating and cheering. It's like, oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> I, it's like, come on. You think you could do a little bit better than that. And there was some really bad sound stuff going on too. I don't know. And another thing I just wanted to mention about that series is Cato didn't even have Nathan Smith in the lineup and they still found ways to win both those games scoring. A bunch. I guess they only scored two the first night, but no Nathan Smith in the lineup, and they still got the job done against the highly ranked Duluth team. Yeah, I just feel like Duluth, like they're a solid team, obviously, but they just don't have as many big name guys as they did last year, like Sweeney and a few other guys. Their goaltender from last year that stays goal. Yep, they just don't really uh, have it all together every game. Another yeah. game that kind of stood out to me was the Alaska-Denver series. Oh, yeah. Uh, Denver absolutely smoked Alaska the first game, and then the second game they actually went into OT, uh, and then they they went the whole overtime period, and they couldn't go into shootout because it's a non-conference game. Yeah, and Denver had – they they, they quote-unquote scored a goal, but it ended up being a high-sticking – I think it was in overtime – and a lot of people were kind of mad about that because they called it no goal on the ice and they didn't really have the evidence to overturn that. I don't know. The video they had was kind of iffy, but, you know, if, if they had called it a goal on the ice, it might have stood there too. I don't know if you could have really told which way that was going. But I think that kind of covers a lot of what was going on the last, you know, week and a half or so. It's good to see that hockey's kind of getting back into a full swing. We have seen kind of. You know, it is, it is kind of just with a bunch of the cancellations and stuff that we've been having. But, yeah. What do you guys think about the polls this week? What kind of sticks out to you, boys? Anything odd? Uh, one thing that stood out to me was that Cato got majority of the first place votes. I agree with that. But I just don't understand how Western Michigan or uh, St. Cloud don't get a single vote. Or maybe Denver, too, that one lone soldier <laughs> that we used to talk about. I wonder what happened to him. I mean, might be his New Year's resolution to stay sober. I don't know. <laughs> sure, he's on 20p yet, no? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I would have thunk that Western would have got some, right? Right, Ryan? What do you think oh. about your good old Western team? Yeah, I I think that they would have should have gotten some too. They're going to get there. I mean, like I said, and they've been very consistent throughout the year. They're top 10 in scoring offense and scoring defense. They're right there. They're going to they're gonna come out and – I mean, that's just NCHC hockey with three, four, and five. They're all sitting right there, and then Denver's at seven. So, and Minnesota Duluth at eight. It's like, oh my gosh, I can just keep going. So yeah, yeah. I was talking with Ryan about this the other day. I mean, 
we think that we could see six NCHC teams when it comes tournament time sure. at the mid-March. You know, out of the 16 teams, there could be, you know, St. Cloud, UND, UMD, uh, Denver, Omaha, and Western. I think those teams all have a shot. I mean, they're all in the top 15 now, I guess, with Omaha dropping a little bit. But there's just, I mean, you know, the CCHA only has Mankato. Bemidji isn't even ranked, and they're in second. So teams need to have a big second half push here if they want to oust some of these NCAC teams. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we'll see a lot of moving around within the NCAC too for, you know, for the yeah. Penrose, it's going to be really interesting too. It's like, it, you look at, all, you look at overall records and you know that they don't really show as much, but they're still a big factor. It's like Minnesota Duluth said ranked at eight and they're 11, eight and one. So, right. I mean, you have teams like Omaha that have, had better records, but once all these NCHC, you know, new year games come around, you're going to see a lot of moving around for that Penrose and it'll be really interesting to watch for sure. One thing on these polls that I don't know, it kind of trips my trigger. You could say (laughs) is I don't really get how UMass got two spots for beating Merrimack. That's the only game they played since the break. I mean, yeah, I don't I know. I guess it might just be teams dropping. I guess you could say that, you know, Cornell maybe, I guess, deserves to be below them uh, losing to ASU the way they did. I guess that's kind of the reason I'm looking. Yeah, Notre Dame also dropped because of that Niagara game. So I guess that's the reason. That kind of makes a little bit more sense, I guess. But, you know, I don't know. It's good to see UMass Lowell, though. They, they're making a run, boys. I don't know. In the Hockey East over there, UMass Lowell. They're... We might see, I, God, do I make another, we could see them in the tournament. I think they could win the hockey East. Yeah. I think anything could happen in the hockey East, you know, Boston college, Boston university. They're They're barely right. Solid. Yeah. No, BU isn't. Yeah. They're not. Another thing that stood out to me in these polls is uh, Michigan tech. They're still in the, in the top 20 somehow. I just don't really understand how that happens. Uh, They lost to Michigan, Michigan state. It might be the Michigan game they tied in. That might be the only reason I could think yeah, of. Yeah, that's true. That's probably it. They, they held their own and a little bit, even though some of their guys were out. But, yeah, that's probably the only reason. Yeah, and another thing that Nathan kind of already touched on is how BC and BU are so uh, low in the standings. Like, uh, last year, they were always in the top 20. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you can see here, you know, the top 10, you could say is made up of a lot. of It's NCHC, half of it. And then, you know, you can say the second half is you can kind of say it's kind of hockey East territory. You got Massachusetts, you got UMass Lowell, you have Providence in there, Boston College. You can kind of, you know, see that split in there. I mean, yeah, it's just weird. Those are all top 10 teams we had last year going into the tournament with Boston College, Boston University. I don't know. They just couldn't find a way to replace their guys and get back in here in the first place. Yeah, no, I, just I really don't think that really any team in the hockey East is no. going to be able to make a run this year in the tournament like last year. It's going to be a lot more difficult. How do you guys feel about Providence's play kind of right now? I feel like they started out the year a little bit hot, and they've kind of trickled off over the last few weeks. Yeah, I figured they would have been able to win that tournament against Wisconsin. But, yeah, they did stay at 16, which is kind of surprising. But, yeah, they started off really hot this year, and, kind of been slowing down a bit yeah that's something weird too I they're a team that I look at and you know like you said they had a hot start and they were 
how high were they in the rankings at the beginning of the year? They were top 10. Yeah, they were I mean, I can go back here and look what they were at the highest, but I know they were top 10. Yeah, and they, I mean, they're a top 10 team, but they're a team I look at too. It's like that loss against Wisconsin, you know, in that tournament, you can look at that and you can say like, what's wrong with this team or because Wisconsin really hasn't shown, they're a weird team too. They've shown some, some, some highlights of being decent, you know, against teams like Minnesota and whatnot. But I mean, that's just college hockey in general, but they're a team that I could see picking it up again, especially within that conference. Like you said, that we really don't know what's, what's going on in there. So. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting finish for that one. It's going to be a good tournament in the Hockey East. Another thing, is anybody surprised that Wisconsin didn't get any votes, as far as I can see, after winning the, the holiday faceoff? Yeah, I guess we didn't really touch on that. And I would say that they're better than Bemidji, Northern Michigan, Boston. Like, they've had their ups and downs, obviously, but after winning that tournament, they should have a little bit of recognition. Yeah, they should have a little bit. I think that they've... You know, they've had some wins that show that they're getting, they should be able to get some votes, but I don't know. They're just a weird team to me. I think that, I think the whole big 10 is kind of like that. I mean, they're sitting at sits in the big 10 for hockey standings right now. And and teams like Michigan state are, you know, showing up a little bit and Ohio state has been playing really well. They're third in the conference. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're better than Penn state right now in the, that's, I mean, that's what I've been saying that all year. I think that they, they deserve more credit than Penn State. Yeah. And a little Wisconsin call out, I'd like to, you know, or a shout out, I guess. Zach Ertle, he scored the game winner in the sixth round of the, it was the championship game against Providence because that wanted to do a shootout. They didn't finish that one in overtime. Took him six rounds. Zach Ertle from Eau Claire, he wins it for his home state. Kind of, that's you know, a little, yeah, home state pride right there. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird looking at the Big Ten hockey standings. It's Penn State and Wisconsin are both sitting at they're at six and seven with three and seven <laughs> conference records. Penn State is last in the Big Ten with a twelve and eight record, and Wisconsin is six and twelve. So, yeah, I was I was about to mention that Penn State they have a pretty decent record, but they have been able to do absolutely nothing in the Big Ten conference. So who knows what they can if they're going to be able to pull anything out? Do you guys know who they beat? I'm just curious. I don't really. Uh, I don't know. Michigan. Look at look at their schedule here. Well, I mean, out of out of conference. I'm uh, saying. I'm just curious uh, if if they've uh, been able to pull off. I think we talked about this earlier in the year. I know we did. I think I think they beat. Did they play Niagara? So they beat Long Island. Long Island. That was it. Yeah. Just Niagara, Notre Dame, or North Dakota. I mean. They beat. Long oh yeah, they Minnesota. beat North Dakota in Nashville. They, they swept St. Thomas. Okay. <laughs> they split against Wisconsin and won a game against Army. So all their wins are not against ranked teams at all, really. So Yeah. I mean, UND is the only big one there that they kind of – and I remember when we were picking that one, we're like, these guys have no chance. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, they came out big on that one. And then after that, they kind of held their own in the polls for at least two or three weeks. Remember, they were – they're always ranked within, you know, the bottom five or whatever. But I was like, how are they ranked and Wisconsin isn't? Yeah, we're like, and, how, how the hell are they in there? Yeah, and now I'm kind of saying the same. How does Bowling Green get two after losing in the first round of the holiday faceoff and Wisconsin doesn't get anything? I mean, I'm not trying to be a Wisconsin fanboy or anything, but I don't know. I think I'm not saying we put them in the top 20 at all, but at least they should get some votes if these teams are. Yeah, a little bit. I also think that Ohio State really isn't 
that good. The teams that they've beat is Bentley, uh, UConn, Michigan State, Penn State, Mercyhurst, uh, Michigan, Bowling Green, Long Island. Like they haven't really beat any high name or high talented schools except one against Michigan. Yeah, I don't like, like seeing Harvard below them at all. Two spots: Ohio seventeen, Harvard six or nineteen. I, Ohio State. I don't think they deserve even to be that high. They swept Long Island. So no, no shots. Yes, yeah, so no shots at Long Island. But I mean, they got to be. They they might be bottom five in the whole in the whole NCAA. I don't know. Okay, boys, we do have a we had a good week coming up, but COVID kind of canceled some big games. Uh, but we we're still going to get some crazy picks in here. Uh, sadly, St. Cloud versus UMD probably would have been one of the series of the weekend, but that did get canceled today. Today's Wednesday. It got canceled this morning because UMD had some COVID issues, I guess, as well as Wisconsin and Ohio. They were going to play this week and that got canceled due to COVID. And there's a couple other ones, not quite as big, but we do have a few games on our slate. First one is going to be ASU versus Boston university. Do you guys think that, ASU is going to be able to keep this one going. Um. Well, I think both teams are they're doing they're doing all right this year. ASU better than most people expected, and BU worse than most people expected. So I think <laughs> each team is going to pull out a win. So I'm going split. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's I probably. I mean, that's probably a safe bet. I'm going to go with the split too. I think ASU at least wins one of these games, or they're able to score goals. They're 11th right now in the country in scoring offense. So I think wow. they're able to keep it going and be able to be able to keep on that hot streak. Oh, it's, it's going to be no, no. And you know what? That's why I'm going to go with an ASU sweep because they're going to keep going on the hot, hot streak here and the ASU hype train. It's going to keep rolling down the tracks. Uh, and not to mention, I did calculate the scores. Ryan, Ryan Castle is at 36 Ryan Michelson's at 35.5, only half a point. And I wow. actually I actually kind of won the week a little bit between you guys. I'm at 31. I am in the 30s now. So, yeah, if I were you guys, uh, I'd watch out a little bit. God, I'm sitting at that half a point mark for the last three weeks. Oh, yeah. You guys, t- you, you guys have just been tying every week. It's kind of been nuts. I don't know. And just a shout out. It is these both these games are going to be at BU, so ASU is going to be the road team, but I think they're going to be able to pull it off out east. A uh, next one, this is going to be a kind of a fun series to watch. I think UMass and Michigan, last year's tourney champs against this year's supposed to be number one overall going into the year. Yeah, I really think both of these teams uh, came into the year with a lot of a lot of hype, and they really haven't. Uh, for sure, UMass they haven't really shown that they still got it, and Michigan has. It's weird. Like they're high talented players. They they go out. They go all out one game and like score a bunch of goals, and then the next they just don't show up. So this one, I think it's gonna go. I'm gonna go another split. I just don't think either team can win two nights in a row. Yeah, I'm going split too. Just for what I've seen out of Michigan this year, and it's like I think I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the split here too. They're. I I just think UMass. You know, they, they have talent enough, and Michigan has just been underperforming enough. This could be a game where they come back and they just bury this UMass team, but I just can't buy into that right now. You know, I see why you guys are tying. You're all just picking splits. I know. I got to pick some good stuff here. Now, 
I do like that idea of picking a split though this week. I mean, they both had their ups and downs all year. None of them, neither team has really showed that they can, you know, go into a weekend and just absolutely dominate. You know what I mean? There's just, yeah, I feel like the only time Michigan was able to do that was the little tournament up in Duluth where they ended up winning it. But since then they really haven't shown that they can dominate a weekend. Right. And yeah, that was the last time I think that we were like, whoa, you know, Michigan might be the real thing here. Uh, however, both these games are in Michigan. I'm going to go with the Michigan sweep. I think that UMass just hasn't, you know, kind of like even worse than Michigan, hasn't shown anything great this year. And, yeah, I think Michigan should be able – they're not a great home team. We've said this, the Flint, Michigan water in Michigan. But <laughs> I, think they'll, I think they'll be able to pull it off this week, and hopefully this one doesn't get canceled. This one will be fun to watch. Next series, another kind of big one, UND versus Cornell. Cornell coming off that bad week and UND coming off that loss to the under 18s. Uh, I was going to go with a split here, but I think North Dakota is going to come off that tough loss against the under 18 team and they're going to sweep Cornell. Cornell's, uh, they didn't play well last weekend against ASU, but yeah, I'm going to go a UND sweep. No, I like it. Good series for both of these teams to kind of show that uh, they're not total chumps. Um, So, I'm going to go with, God, I'm going to go with the split again. Oh. I just think, uh, you know, you're looking at stats and stuff. Cornell is fourth in the country in scoring offense. Granted, they're not in the NCHC like North Dakota is. They're playing Yale all year. Yeah. (laughs) Don't hate on Yale. I'm not hating on Yale. No, I'm not hating on Yale either, but yeah. So I'm just going to go with the split. I think Cornell will be able to get, get a win maybe. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. You know, that's that's kind of what I'm wondering about, too, is can Cornell pull out a win? Because these are both in North Dakota. And I don't know. I don't know if they can pull off a win. You did say they're number one or number four in scoring offense. But I think UND kind of wants something, wants to show their home fans something after what happened last week. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm going to go with a split. I think I have, I'm going to, I don't know. We'll see how that, it was either that or UND sweep. I was not going to pick Cornell and you watch, they'll, they'll sweep it. I have no idea. I think that'll be, that'll be another fun one to watch. And another maybe fun one, big 10 matchup here is Minnesota versus Michigan state. I mean, this could go either way. Yeah. For this one, I'm going to go with the split. I think Michigan state's going to keep it rolling at home. They played pretty solid against Michigan. Uh, Western Michigan and Michigan Tech. Yeah, so I think they're going to take one game away from Minnesota. Ooh. I'm going to go with a Minnesota sweep. Ooh. I think Michigan or Minnesota is just one of those teams, too, where they just kind of prove themselves a little bit. And in order to stay in front of that, you know, up within those standards in the Big Ten, they got to win games like this. So uh, big conference game. So I'm going to go with Minnesota sweep. Yeah, I agree that if Minnesota wants to win the conference in, in just regular season points, this this is going to have to be the series they need to win coming out of the break like, you know, they are. Um, Ryan, earlier in this podcast, did say that he picked MSU as his hot team. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm, I'm going to take that, roll those dice, and I'm going to go with the MSU sweep. Oh, wow. I don't know. 
Yeah, I th- I don't know. I think this could be a shocker series. It's either that or it's that's why I'm in last place. But <laughs> I don't know. It's going to I mean, they're in Michigan. Oh, those fans better be there. If they're not, I swear I'll come beat them myself. But I think that they could pull it off. Minnesota has been so they've been so up and down all year, too. You know, I mean, I know we were talking about how they're decently ranked. But when you look at their their record, they're 10 and eight. You know, it's it's back and forth. I don't know. I'm going to go with the MSU sweep, though. That's going to be an interesting one. So there's going to be some point differential between us there. That's going to be a big series. And another kind of big, decently big series. I don't know what you want to call it. They're not the greatest teams that we've seen so far this year. We have Boston College versus UConn. <laughs> um, for this one, I just have to go with the split. I yeah. just don't think either team's gonna really dominate. I maybe would pick a BC sweep if it was in Boston College, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. Okay. I'm. Ah. I don't know. I I'm kind of confused about that, you know, that whole conference that Boston's in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with UConn sweep. Oh, I'm I like UConn. I think they got a cool mascot. Yeah, so, yeah, they do Huskies. I mean, are they called game, the Huskies? Yeah, I, <laughs> I do like their mascot too, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about UConn. I don't know if you guys know anything about UConn. I don't know if that was a good pick or not, but maybe they'll maybe they'll get out bringing that energy, you know, that their women's basketball team did a while ago, and they just win every single tournament, <laughs> every single game. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they haven't really. I don't think they've been making waves, if you want to say it, in the hockey East. I, they're right around, you know, mid tier, but it's not like Boston College is doing anything crazy, and anything can happen. I, I, with that being said. I think as well, I'm just going to take a split. I mean, I can't see either of these teams dominating either which way. I could easily see a sweep going either way too, probably close games. I don't see, uh, you know, five to one game happening, which could very well happen because I'm wrong a lot. But, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. And I think, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, these just aren't standout teams this year. Last year, I would have taken Boston College by a mile. But we just haven't seen that this year, and it's, I don't know, it's just kind of kind of sad a little bit, in a sense. And for our final series that we're picking this week, we have Mankato versus Ferris State. And, you know, people be like, oh, why are you picking this one? Uh, number one team in the country, Mankato. Well, they lost to Ferris State earlier this season. So that's kind of why I wanted to throw this in here, although these ones are in Mankato, so it might be a little bit different. But I hate that stadium, so... <laughs> You know, I would love to pick Fair State in this one, but I just don't think it's possibly <laughs> going to happen. I think Mankato is going to sweep by a mile. I think McKay is going to continue to be solid, and they're going to keep it rolling. One thing I do want to say about Mankato is they might have some tough road ahead because they do not have nearly as many home games the second half of the year. No, they do have a lot of away games coming up. They've only got like three series at home, although one of them is St. Thomas, so that's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a Mankato sweep here, too. I just think, you know, they have that little slip up against Ferris State earlier in the year, but Mankato's proved that they're a top team within the country, and I'm going to stick with that. Like you said, they don't have as many home games this year but or the second portion of the season, but 
I think they've worked their way up to the point the, that this series, it, it'll definitely be a Mankato sweep, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of just getting into that second half of the year, we're, we're basically at the halfway point now. And, you know, for a long time, we kept saying, just kind of to go back to Michigan a little bit, is Michigan, you know, going to kind of eventually start getting to the point where, you know, they're just dominating every weekend, and they never got to that point. And that's why, come tournament time, I don't know if I could pick them as a team that could win four in a row to make it, but that, that's, that's for maybe next time. Um, I kind of want to go with a split, but also I don't want to lose half a point to you guys. No. So, I mean, I've already, I've already taken an ASU sweep and a Michigan sweep, and you guys took split. So we'll see how that goes. I think I'm going to go with the Cato sweep here. I don't – at home, I don't know. With students back – school back in session, students are probably going to be there. I think they're back. I don't know. St. Cloud is going to be back. I assume Minnesota State School is going to be back too. Yep. But I'll go with the Cato sweep too. I think they've – McKay's only let up – oh, God. In like their last seven games, it's only been like five goals. It's been a crazy stat like that. They've just been on absolute fire recently. And I don't know. They're going to need something to – if something can get in their way and eventually slow them down a little bit, I don't know. But, yeah, last seven games, five goals. All like, And they played Duluth, which – whatever. They played Bemidji and Michigan Tech in that time as well. So not bad teams, but not the greatest teams either. But, yeah, we got, we got a little bit of action coming up, boys. Yeah, one thing I want to touch on with Michigan is who I really don't know how solid they can do because I heard today that Owen Power might be getting called up to the Olympic roster for Team Canada. Oh, so who really? Knows, yeah, who knows how good they will do coming up. Yeah, that's right. We got Olympics coming up in February, so we could be losing some guys to that too, like Sanderson up in Duluth or, or North Dakota. Yeah, I do believe be that he, he is going to play on that team. Yeah, so – who knows if we could see anybody else get called up? I mean, if the juniors were still Spencer Meyer, yeah, Spencer Meyer from St. Cloud State, captain, he could he could very well be leading that team with a C on there as well. Steal it from Sanderson, the captain. Who's the captain? Well, not of the Olympic team. No, that was the junior team. I think they could have snuck him in as the under twenties. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. We got a lot of hockey coming up. Hopefully, hopefully these games don't get canceled with COVID. Hopefully they, these guys hold out. We've already seen so many getting canceled. We had some good series, but hopefully we'll get rescheduled and we can pick them later, right, boys? Yep. Yes, sir. I hope that the season can continue to roll along slowly, and I hope they can they can figure something out with this COVID. Stuff. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather started right now, like we did last year, as long as we get to have the tournament. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. yeah. I hope we don't end up losing that and get like get this far, and then nope, we can't do that. Hopefully they have a good bubble if they, if need be, hopefully COVID's not, not as bad. I don't know. I mean, the players, when they get tested, I don't even think they're sick half the time. They just have to get tested. Yeah, I, just don't really, fine. I just don't really understand how they can, they just test every single player, even if they don't have symptoms. Like obviously you're going to get a few. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the case. I don't know. That's fine. But yeah, we'll end it there, boys. What a week. We're going to be watching these games closely. Stay tuned. Check out our Twitter and Instagram for updates every day, every day of these games. So if you want to get final scores and other stuff, go ahead and give us a follow. Otherwise, we'll catch you, catch you next week. We'll be back.